Welcome back for another episode of the podcast. I'm very excited to share today's topic, albeit slightly frustrated, and I will tell you why in just a minute. But we will be talking today about don't change your mind to quit porn. And first and foremost, I'm going to share with you what I mean by that, why I don't want you to change your mind. I want you to remember what's in your heart. Then number two, I'm going to share with you why you feel like you need to change your mind about porn. And number three today is the hero's journey of a lifetime. That's what we're talking about today. Going from the ego-driven self who needs something to self-soothe, needs pleasure to offset the pain that's inadvertently been created by porn, and becomes pleasure-seeking, becomes egocentric out of survival. It's the hero's journey from that version of you to the authentic, true inner child version that you were before you found porn. So number three, we're going to talk about that. Um, as always, I video record these recordings of the podcast and they are on my YouTube channel. And there's always something exciting. Today, I'm melting to death because uh, my husband had all of our ducks, air ducts um, cleaned and I have not been up in my office, which is on the top floor of my home, and have not been up here since then. And they clean the ducks, and I came up here, and it is 100 degrees outside. And I'm sure it's over that in my office. So if it looks a little foggy, and I look like I'm melting, that's why. But this is dedication. I'm here anyways, because the message is important. All right, let's dig in. Don't change your mind to quit porn. What do I mean by that? Well, I was talking to my first porn client who inspired this whole porn brain rewire journey for me. And he said, you're the one who inspired me to change my mind. And it was meant to be a compliment. But I was a taken back because I'm like, what do you mean I helped you to change your mind? Because first of all, it took years for him to get to the point where he needed porn to a point where he was willing to do the work to overcome a true addiction, compulsion to porn. So my thought process was like, what do you mean it took all that time to change your mind? And it was meant to be a compliment, but check this out. The reason I'm slightly frustrated is because if he thinks that I changed his mind, that means there's still an inkling in there that is telling him that his mind's been changed and that he actually thinks porn's okay for him, maybe good for him, and that he needs porn. Are you following me? So like if I convinced him and actually the word convinced was in the conversation that he can, I convinced him to change his mind. So if I convinced him, that means there's still a part of him attached to porn and he and I will be working on that. But the message that I wanted to share with you is that how do you avoid that? Because you don't want to go through a lifetime feeling convinced to give up something that you still truly want in your life. That is white knuckling. That becomes willpower. That becomes, you know, questioning why you're going through a porn brain rewire or recovery or why you're on this journey or why you haven't watched porn in a while. If you actually think it's good for you and someone convinced you, I am not here to convince people at all. 
that they should not watch porn. What I'm here to do is to remind you and most people that in their heart, they know they don't want to watch porn. You found porn when you were very young. It's become an integral part of your lifestyle and it's become the thing that you do to offset stress and boredom. So basically your identity is being questioned and it is that egoic ego. We're just going to call it ego, your false self, the mask, the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde mask that you have to put on to survive in the world. It's survival. But that version of you might still think you need porn. When you take the mask off and you dare to be that inner child that you wanted to be before you found porn, there will be no need for convincing because you just won't even want it. You know, no person wants to be addicted to drugs. No one wants to need drugs to feel okay. But if you need drugs to feel okay, you will convince yourself that drugs are fine. Porn is the same. So let's stick first with this change the mind concept and then we'll dig into that a little bit more. So I'm not here to change your mind. I'm here to remind you that the life that you want does not include porn. And I want you in your journal, if you're working with me in your journal, and this podcast is meant to also be coaching for all of you out there who are trying to leave porn behind, in your leather or pleather journal that you got off Amazon or your beautiful leather journal that you got somewhere else, um, I want you to intentionally write down what is the life that you want. And if you work with me in my 90-day program, I help you to do that in many different categories. And actually, I was just looking at mine yesterday and creating action steps as I move into the second half of the year here, um, more than second half of the year, but as we move into a new month, creating what I want and doubling down on the things that I identified that make up a great life to me. And most of them I do, but some of them I have not been doing. And some are bigger goals for the end of the year that I've started to do. And I need to make sure I stay the course on them because that's what makes up the great life for me. What makes up the great life is work that I love to do that doesn't stress me out in a balanced schedule. Being able to be free to enjoy my moments with my kids and to just relax into them. I've been failing at that a little bit lately because I've been over busy. Being healthy and having vitality and feeling great. Having an open and honest relationship where we laugh all the time and we're interdependent and we're constantly working on that to create that. Um, being able to have my finances organized so that I can stay in financial peace and not have to worry about money. So we're moving into weird times with the proclamation of recession and with absolutely inflation because as I go to the grocery store to feed all these mouths, the bill keeps going up even though I don't keep buying more. So it's time to double down on organizing the finances. Uh, so you get the point. Uh, but I was looking at avocation, my avocation goals. And, you know, since COVID, I haven't gone to boxing classes like I wanted to. I stopped going to the yoga classes that I went to. So I have to get those things back in my life. So I have community. Community is really important. I haven't gone to conferences. I normally go to a lot of conferences. I went to one retreat, but, you know, doing the things that keep me connected. So, Write down what makes up a great day for you. Write down your ideal day. Write down your ideal week because your moments are what make up a great life, not these big concepts. The moments that you live each and every day and being able to enjoy them and what makes your best week ever 
and then write down what are you trying to create in your life. And if you can spread it across categories, some of those that I just mentioned, it will help you to round out and balance your life. And then it shows you the action steps for the way to create the life that you want. That is how you don't need porn. Because in that checklist of things that make up a great day, things that make up a great week, and things that make up a great life, watching hours of porn while masturbating by oneself probably doesn't make the list. And it's probably more likely that you want to find a honey that you can create an interdependent relationship and get to work at being a good partner for that person and having that person be a good partner for you and having healthy sexuality in a healthy sex life and a healthy bonded relationship. That's what most people want. And that's a lot of work, but when you do it, it is absolutely worth it. But porn doesn't fit into that. And especially if you consume porn and you're not sharing that with your partner and you know your partner won't like it, now there's shame involved because that's, it's lying. It's manipulation. It's usually because what happens is there is lying, manipulation, justification, minimization, um, rationalization that all goes along with porn use if you're hiding it from a partner and it creates a lot of shame. So shame isn't part of a great day, a great week or a great life. So first and foremost, figure out what is a great life to you. Okay, now moving on to if you're not going to change your mind, then what are you going to do? Let me tell you. So I already started to tell you that when you develop your personality, and I'm totally into the personality types. I've talked about it here before. I use the Enneagram personality type because it gives us a way to think about a disintegrated personality that goes down the levels of health into deterioration and into addiction. Or when you do all the great things each day and each week to create the life you want, you, ri you rise up in the health levels within your personality type to an integrated personality. So basically a disintegrated personality is an ego. An integrated personality is your true authentic self. And the way that I talk about it is a mask that we put on and we learned to put it on when we were young because we felt like we weren't accepted for who we really were. And we quickly learned that there was things that we could do to be accepted and loved and seen by the people in our life. And it's different for all of us, but there's categories, nine of them. That's what Enya means. And so we put this mask on and the mask is Dr. Jekyll. And if you don't know the, um, the, it's not a novelette. I'm trying to think what it is. It's a something et, but it's a mini book basically, or a play that is about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And they're basically one person who has two sides. And one is the upstanding Dr. Jekyll who goes into the world and is the doctor. And then there's Mr. Hyde, his alter ego. And he's the one who um, pillages and rapes and has insatiable need for pleasure and for lusting and all of that. So Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Dr. Jekyll, you go out into the world and you put your shiny mask on, you look great. But then you go home and you consume porn because you need it to feel okay about all the Dr. Jekylling. That is exhausting. So that's the ego. The ego is pleasure and pain paradox. But when you take that mask off, underneath it is you. The young 
inner child, little version of you that you were before you started to do the dance to be accepted by other people. That version of you is whole and unharmed and unwounded. That's the version that knows you don't need porn because you can just be calm and focused and you don't need something to calm you down or to bring you up. You can just be. And it's tricky. This is the hero's journey. It's so tricky to get there. I've been spending my lifetime doing it, ebbing and flowing between levels of success, nine of them in the Enneagram, but trying to stay up in those higher levels so I can stay true to myself. And so what we're talking about here is it's not changing your mind. It's staying out of that ego version of yourself and shifting yourself up into those higher levels. And the way the Enneagram talks about it is there's three levels at the top that are the healthiest, three in the middle and three at the bottom that are unhealthy. The three in the middle are average, but the healthy levels, that's your true authentic self. So I don't want you to be convinced to change your mind. I want you to remember. It's remembering that we're talking about here. Remember what you want for yourself. We only get one go around as far as we know. And at the end of your life, you don't want to look back with regret of wasting your time, your energy, and your money on self-soothing with pleasure instead of getting on purpose. Purpose is what feeds the soul in life. And when you are on purpose and you're doing what your calling is, you're responding to the calling, then you're in your true authentic self and you don't need to be self-soothed. But there's a caveat, of course, is that the ego, that version of yourself is the hijacker, the hijacker. Your brain's been hijacked by porn. So that ego came into play when you were young, when you found porn, because that was the way that you escape the difficult parts of life. Part of your mask includes porn. So and that's the Mr. Hyde part. You can just think of the Mr. Hyde part of your particular mask as porn. For some people, it's alcohol. For some people, it's drugs. For some people, it's TV. For some people, it's work. For some people, it's sex. For some people, it's... Uh, candy, some people it's food, some people it's working out and trying not to need something to self-soothe and trying to create that purposeful, intentional life that just makes you feel good each day within habits, habits and routines just serve us to create that life every day, every week, lifetime of the life that you want. You have to make yourself do it. Do it. That's the tricky part. But what it does is it shifts you out of ego into that true authentic self version that you can stay there. So this isn't a changing of your mind. This is a remembering of who you really were before you found porn and latching into that version and not letting the hijacker grab the wheel of your life anymore because he's gonna to try to. He's gonna to try to decrease your levels and stress you out and bore you so that you go back into the screen because Mr. Hyde doesn't go easily into the dark. Remember that. So my first client, when he's telling me that I convinced him and he's glad that I convinced him, he didn't even use the word glad, but he was just saying, I convinced him to stop watching porn and he thinks it's the right decision. That is him literally verbalizing the internal struggle between Mr. Hyde and the true authentic version of himself. I saw it on his face. It was mind-blowing. It didn't register until a few minutes later, but I'm like, 
dang, I got to check back in with this man and get him back on track because if that comes out of your mouth, you're probably three to six months off from a relapse. And I, this isn't the first client that I've done this rodeo with. There's been a few people lately where I'm like, you hear the way you're talking, my friend? Guess what? You're moving towards relapse. That's the hijacker talking. So you're going to need to talk to him sternly and get him back in his place if you haven't kicked him out of the car of your life entirely. Just remember, when those thoughts come into your mind, those aren't the true authentic self-thoughts. Those are the hijacker's thoughts. So that is not you. That's him that needs to be convinced, but that's not you. You need to remember. Okay, now let's move to number three, which is the hero's journey. The hero's journey is what we're talking about here. So the hero's journey is uh, the way that all the best movies in the entire world are set up. And when we meet our character, he's struggling with some type of strife in his life, and he finds a mentor, right? Obi-Wan finds Yoda, uh, people find their mentor to guide them into the next version, the better version of themselves. But the hero's journey, if you look it up, it has very particular steps where you figure out you have a situation and you figure out you need to fix it. And then you meet your guide who has the tools and the strategies and support you on this journey to move you through. And then some conflict happens that makes it more difficult for you to achieve success. And then you meet some comrades along the way, and then it gets tricky again. And then your guide helps you out again. And then you have a change of heart a, it's not a change of heart. It's a remembering of what you really wanted, and it moves you through the hero's journey. And Star Wars, I always use the example of Star Wars because it's perfect. It's absolutely classic. But for most movies, it has a hero's journey plot, so you can watch um, any anyone that you want. I was just uh, tell, telling one of my clients to watch Walter Mitty. What a great movie. Nothing triggering, totally motivational talking about getting out of fantasy into the real world and experiencing it. Such a great movie with Ben Stiller. So go check that out, Hero's Journey. But what I wanted to share with you is that our lifetime is our hero's journey. All of us grew up with some type of family dysfunction. We all grew up with some traumas. We all live a life that is challenging and we have low-grade traumas that are happening to us all the time, and we have conflict that we have to overcome. We're raising kids. We're living with partners. We're dealing with parents. We have friends that have issues. Learning to deal with all of that in a healthy way and stay true to your true self, your values, checking in with them, even if other people don't like what you have going on. I always check in with myself. When people don't like what I have going on, which seems to happen frequently when you, when you shake the nest, you know how that goes. But I check in with myself. I'm like, am I integrity right now? Like, is, okay, I might be offending a person, but am I true to myself in this? And if the answer is yes, then I'm okay with it because I'm on my hero's journey. And part of my hero's journey is not always having people like what I have to say or what I'm doing. And they don't have to because my hero's journey is my journey. It's not theirs. And, you know, if I'm wrong, if I've done something to offend someone and I 
need to make amends for that. I always do. I check in, but it's my hero's journey. My life is dedicated to becoming the best version of myself, going through all the particular challenges that I go through to forge me like charcoal into a diamond by the end of my lifetime. I want you to use your lifetime in the same way. And porn's part of it. If you're watching porn, it's the perfect opportunity. You know how I like to overuse that word. It's the perfect opportunity to double down and remind yourself who you really are in there and who you were meant to be. Okay, I'm going to wrap up before I literally melt away and die in my absolutely excruciatingly hot office here today. Always something, man, right? Uh, I don't know why, but it's always, always something. Thank you for being here with me again on this podcast. If you're looking for a guide in your hero's journey, please reach out to us at Dr. Trish Lee and company because I have my team working with me now. They're highly trained. I have a neuro coach who's working with me to provide neurofeedback training to lots of people. Um, Coach Zach Carter, who appears here on the podcast with me, is working personally with so many people to get them out of um, this porn trap. He has gotten himself out of the porn loop and he's gone through my program to help him be successful and he's helping other people to use the tools in my program. And of course, there's my 90-day program that we encourage everybody to get into so you can get all the right tools and strategies. And uh, your hostess with the most is me in that program to move you through all the things you need to explore and resolve to be successful in this thing. All right. Um, until next time, control your brain or it'll control you.